This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the Eagles getting beat by the Cardinals. We debate on what team we endorse for the Super Bowl. We talk about other stuff as well. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. What's happening? Um, it's freezing up. It's freezing up here. On the road to two and three. Oh, wait, that was way early in the season. Kill the quarterback after the play. Here it comes. So glad they know how to spell in Philly. Um, excellent. In case you guys missed the uh, game, the um, Cardinals gave us a skater, but they at least pulled off the victory against the Eagles. And once again, Eagles fans everywhere. Hate Donovan McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Donovan McNabb's fault. He picked the sucks. <laughs> and now they hate <laughs> Andy Reid. <laughs> um, you know, the Eagles lost, but of course, you know, we endorsed the Cardinals last week. We were talking about this. But then the Ravens losing to the Steelers. It could have been an all-birds. Super Bowl, um, but uh, that will not be the case. Thankfully, we didn't need to see Ray Lewis as murder himself be up there in the Super Bowl. <laughs> He's murdered his murder himself. Speaking of, how's uh, Willis McGahee? Has anybody got the scoop on that? He's out of the hospital. He's doing just fine. Yep. And they said that Ronnie Clark, former Redskins, will not be fined for that hit. Some people were speculating it was a dirty hit. Um, I think it was just a painful hit. And it was football. And apparently the uh, commissioner's office agreed. Yeah, he didn't look like, you know, spear him with his own or anything. Yeah. Not on purpose. No, not on purpose. It was just, you know. So just, Super Bowl is coming up in a couple of weeks. Even though it's not really super because the Redskins aren't in it. But uh Josh and I were having a little debate right before we went on air who uh who we're going for in the Super Bowl this year. I, I maintain what I said last week. That I'm pulling for the Steelers all the way through. Alright. I'm pulling for the Cardinals all the way through and brother Russ Griffin, offensive line coach. Former Redskins who will be up for the Hall of Fame both the day before the Super Bowl. Aaron? I'm pulling for the Cardinals because they're the ultimate underdog. Are you really, dude? I can't do it, man. Especially in honor of oh. Aunt Kay, I gotta pull for the Steelers. She was a huge Steelers fan all of her life, and Steelers are in it. Yeah, but 
pretty much none of those Steelers were on the teams that she cheered for. Hey, Aaron, put the mic up closer to your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I said pretty much none of those Steelers were on the team that she cheered for. It doesn't matter. She loved the black, she loved the black and gold like we love the burgundy and gold. Fair enough. You told me that you're rooting for the Steelers because Russ Grimm used to coach them up. Who, me? Yeah, you? No, I didn't say because. All I did was make a statement. You said Russ Grimm's with the Cardinals. I said, well, he used to be a Steeler. I didn't say I'm pushed for him because he used to be a Steeler. Oh, I see. I was making a statement. I was making a statement. Mm -hmm. I see. I see. Would you like me to rewind and let you hear that? Dudes. No, 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 I just know that I, I gave you the argument that Eddie Mason, former linebacker for the Redskins, uh, before he played for the Redskins, played for the Cowboys. So by the logic you had before we went on air, um, he would be rooting for the Cowboys. Mm. Is that correct? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I see how you changed your logic around. I think we all know the answer to that. <laughs> um, this reminds me of a story. Line, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron, you haven't said that in a long time. What? Not in any event. What did, what did you always say? As you said, At any rate, in any event. This reminds me. wasn't any event. In any case. This reminds me of a story from 1996. Tell it. Okay. I was on stage <laughs> acting in a performance of The Lost Colony with my good pal, Chris Chappell. And there's a sample. Getting a shout out on the podcast, episode number 156. Yes, Chris Chappell. Tell it, brother. Chris Chappell and I were on stage in this giant scene where there's all these people, like, um, uh, having a party and, like, dancing around and drinking and stuff like that. And we heard earlier in the night that Russ Grimm was going to be in the audience for the show. And so throughout that whole scene, we would see each other across the stage and we kept going, Brother Russ! And then he would go, Brother Grimm! And then we'd go and like <laughs> shake hands and like clank beer glasses and stuff and have a drink. And we kept saying that like as loud as we could. And we knew that the audience was going to get confused because, well, <laughs> basically, my, <laughs> basically my character was a nobody because I was just an extra. But Chris was, was one of the lead roles, and he actually had a name. And they were probably like, "Why is he calling him Brother Russ?" But <laughs> we didn't get busted. So nice. And we never saw I'm Russ Grimm. Brother. We never saw Russ Grimm after the show. Brother, brother Russ Grimm heard you guys. I don't know. We never saw him. We would this. we would go off stage and Chris would be like, "Did you see him out there?" And I'm like, "No, did you?" <laughs> He's like, "No, maybe he'll come yeah, backstage after the show." Miracle, he actually gets voted in uh, to the Hall of Fame where he absolutely positively belongs um, on the the day before the Super Bowl. Um, and we drive up to Canada again this year. We can go out to the stands and start shouting out, "Brother Russ, Brother Grimm, Brother Grimm." We can try to get like the stadium from one side to say, "Brother Russ." And the other side to say, Brother Dude, that kind of reminds me of when um, when I was down on Polly's Island a few years ago. We went out to that restaurant, and uh, and Joe Gibbs' wife and family walked in, and I was freaking out because, <laughs> because 
because I thought Drew Gibbs was going to be coming in. You mean Pat? Um, what's that? You mean Pat? Yeah. And, uh, and dude, Coy. I couldn't even eat. I couldn't even concentrate on eating my crab cake, man. It was like, oh, any second he's going to come in, I'm going to like get up out of the seat and just walk up and be like, Coach? <laughs> Wait, you <laughs> but got... But never showed, man. It was just his wife. Um... Yeah, where was he at NASCAR or something? Is that he had to go to Charlotte or something? Apparently. Did you talk to Pat, and that's what she told you? Um, no. Finally, I went up to the uh, the hostess that made the reservations and stuff, and I was like, "Is Coach Gibbs coming in as well?" And she was like, "She's like, no, he couldn't come. He had to go to Charlotte for for NASCAR or something like that." So I was like, "Oh man!" I almost went up to Pat and was like, "Pat." How you doing? But what was I gonna do? <laughs> oh man, I figured. She, I figured she wanted to be left alone. So, anywho, there's a couple stories from the past. Stories. Good. That'll extend uh, this off-season edition of Harry Hog episode 156 by five <laughs> minutes. That's right. I'm surprised John hasn't brought up that it's 100 plus my favorite player. That was last week, Mr. Oh, Nichols. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so the Eagles what we got on the agenda, what we got on the agenda here? 55 and 56 both on there. It's just going to say Nichols slash Carrington. Oh, yeah. Another sad. Speaking of Joe Gibbs, someone um, who was held over from, I think, wasn't he there from the George Allen days? Who? Bubba. Bubba Tire. Bubba Tire. Lamar Bubba Tyre decided to retire for Again. a second time. And um, you know who Bubba Tyre always reminds me of? Like, I have no idea what he looks like. But I always think of that little guy in Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, the old video game. And when you're, like, training between fights and you're, like, wearing this purple, like, um, jogging suit and you're running and then there's this huge black dude on, like, this bike following behind you. You know what oh, I'm talking Mike about? Tyson's punch out? Yeah, Mike Tyson's punch out. Oh yeah, totally, dude. Hey, yeah, that's what he sounds like. He would look like he's, he's actually a, a, a slightly rotund older white guy. Although, although, um, although we were completely wrong. We were talking about David, our listener, um, and we'll get into uh, his stats on the uh, Tom's trivia for the year. But we were talking about David, and we all just kind of thought that David had a handlebar mustache or something. But you know. Somewhere in his late fifties, early sixties, but uh, yeah, like we were, we were way wrong with that. We thought he looked like the um, on the couch. What's that dude's name? Elliot, Ooh. the guy on the Big Lebowski that was like, and Carl darkness Hardy? washed over the dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Sam, Sam Shepard or whatever his name is. <laughs> Sam Elliot. Sam, Sam Elliot. Sam Elliot. I knew something like that. Sam, Sam Shepard's a playwright. Yeah, Sam Shepard's a playwright and a bad actor. Anyway, he doesn't <laughs> yeah, look yeah. anything like that, as, a, as you can see if you go to our site and check out the couch where he's, like, yeah. leaning all over me. Dude, seriously, get off. He won't get off of you. He needs to lean on John. We'll that, yeah. All right. All right, for a second time. Another uh, person who came back with the Gibbs era. Um... And now the kids is gone again. He's decided to retire along with uh, Ray Simmons. So now if Ray Simmons falls down and breaks his leg, 
I'll just uh, fall out of this uh, Cracker Barrel rocking chair there on the porch. Um, umpire's going to be there to wrap him up because he was, uh, of course, a trainer starting back in 71 and worked his way all the way up to director of sports medicine. And he's actually a member of the uh, the, the Ring of Fame there in Washington. Bobo Retire? Bobo Retire. So, congratulations to Bubba. Go hang out with your uh, good pal, Rennie, on the porch, who retired last week. And, and that brings us to our next item of business, the Fox Robot. Love it or hate it? John loves it. In fact, John's first child's name is likely to be Fox, Fox Robot. Robot Adams. <laughs> Fox Robot Adams. Dude, that's a great name. <laughs> oh, you guys talking about me? Um, <laughs> no, no, dude. That says Alan. Aaron Allen loves the Fox Robot. Dude, I don't know anyone that hates I didn't know anyone that hated the Fox Robot more than you, Aaron. Until recently, when this, this video that we put on our website that came on uh, the Conan O'Brien show, um, you can, you, there's a link to it right on the website. Um, actually, it's on the website. No link involved. But, uh, yeah, apparently a whole lot of people hate this robot. I've never really cared either way. I'm just kind of like, I just kind of ignore it. But he kind of hates it. I hate like, the robot. Like, 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 he wants to throw stuff at it. Dude, what's the point of it? It's lame. Why does it? Right. It's, it's really kind of outlimited. It's it, outlimited, don't you think? The fact that they spend money to, to make that graphic do different things all the time. But it doesn't do different things. Most of the time, it's like... like that could be so be money better spent than paying those guys to sit around and have virtual robots doing fake, slapping their monkey moves and all kinds of stuff. Dude, it's, it's jumping no, around. The monkey moves. It's jumping around like it's warming up and stuff, but it's a robot. Why does it need to warm up and stretch? Dude, are they trying to say that in the future we will not have human football players? There will be robots. I don't know what they're trying to say. Are they are they making a statement? I don't know. But John put a funny video on our uh, page where it was linked to a Conan O'Brien little skit with the robot doing funny things to Troy Aikman. Yeah, the, the robot's funny skit is up there for sure. Yeah. So go, go check it out. But, I mean, I don't even know why we need to have this conversation. Now, if they had dressed the robot in a Redskins outfit, Maybe we would win more games. Would you hate it? Um, yes. I mean, you wouldn't go out and buy the, you know, go to Target and buy the Fox Robot and the little Redskins outfit that they sold? Put down on his head and like shake his head side to side and shake his arms. Anyway. anyway, that brings us to our next item of business on the docket for this evening, and that's the cornerback debate. The cornerback debate. Should we trade Rodgers? According to rotoworld.com, Redskins to dangle CB Rodgers. That means cornerback, Josh. Exactly what they said, that they were going to dangle quarterback Rodgers. Didn't we already call this out like a couple weeks ago? That that's what they were going to do. Except we said that you were going to see what they could get for him. Is what? What do you guys think? Do you think that we need to trade Rogers or not? Mm, uh, no. I, I think we need to. My thought is, if if he wants out, if 
he's going to become a problem from that standpoint with some sort of attitude that's going to be a distraction to the rest of our team that we're already trying to build and put the right pieces together. We don't need that extra distraction. That's going to be the case. Get rid of the guy. That's what I said. Yeah, uh, he's got a bigger mouth apparently than he has plays. He had two interceptions, dude. But if he shuts up and gets back in line, then he'll be all right. But if he keeps like being a pain in the butt, we need to get rid of him. So the question is, if you get rid of him, you end up with Sean Springs, maybe DeAngelo Hall if you can re-sign him, who isn't exactly a, a uh, you know a poster boy of good behavior in his career. And, and who's behind him? Justin Tryon and Fred Smoot. And I think Fred Smoot's really uh, really winning in his, uh, his ability as a football player. If I had my choice, if I had my choice right now between keeping Carlos Rogers and D'Angelo Hall, I'd keep D'Angelo Hall. What about Carlos Rogers and Sean Springs? Um, when Sean Springs plays, Sean Springs. What about Sean Springs in general? That's a tough one because you have a semi-crappy yeah, Carlos I Rogers. Think we all agree that Sean Springs is, is doing really well. I don't know what to do about that, but that's why we don't get paid the big bucks. See, we got to make a decision. How else are we going to get? Um, what were the numbers? How many people need? Like five million needed to send us in three hundred fifty dollars a piece. Oh yeah, no one's taking us up on that yet. By the way. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, we'll wait. Uh, okay. Well, let me ask you this, dude. How much against the cap do each of those players cost? Except for Hall, because we had to sign him. But you know what I mean. Do you, um, do you know? Have you done any cap research on any of these players? Heck no. But this is what I'm going to tell you. Uh, I would cool. take... Sean Springs is going to count just over $8 million on the salary cap. Fred Sweet's going to be roughly a million and a half. Um, Carlos Rogers, I'm not sure of, and Justin Tryon, we know, is a fourth rounder, so he's going to cost probably less than a million on the cap this year. And how much do you so think it would cost to? Cut springs, you're going to have roughly six million in calorie calorie cap space saved this year, uh, roughly. That's an estimate from things that I've read online, and you know. Use that money to sign Hall to a long-term deal and maybe uh, put Carlos Rogers under an extension, perhaps. Um, but like I said, you know, D'Angelo Hall made some plays, but like I said, he's not really a poster boy for good behavior, and he's, he's, he's had, definitely has a history of being a divisive locker room player. So do you take a chance at Springs? You want to take a chance on signing him? All right, I've made my decision. You perform a complete football physical on Sean Springs. If he passes, we keep him. If he doesn't, he's cut. If he doesn't, we put in the robot. robot. And if we keep him, <laughs> if we keep him, then we trade Carlos Rogers and try to sign D'Angelo Hall and give Fred Smoot um, 
Oh, he's already signed for another year, isn't he? Yeah. And then cut Tryon. Cut who? Sean Spring? Tryon. Cut Tryon? Mm-hmm. He didn't even have a chance to do anything. I gotta say. And Tryon also returned punts in college. I really want to see him get a shot to do that because he's small. That's not what you were saying last week. No, that's not what I said all season. But I'm looking at the fact that we have a really strong quarterback core right now. If we let one person go, you know, we're one injury away from either Justin Tryon or nobody. So <laughs> give a shot. He's always, he's, you know, it's not going to kill you to keep him in camp and see if he can actually earn a position. I mean, he's got to be better returning punts than Randall L. So you want to keep them all. Oh, yeah, that's what I say. Cut him. Or just don't resign him. But the only reason the defense was as good as it was this year was because we were so strong in the secondary between the cornerbacks and the safeties, and we had so much depth, especially a corner, when uh, Angelo Hall came in because we had no pass rush. You know where else we can mark an immediate improvement on the defensive line? Mm -hmm. We're going to be in really bad shape if we lose. If we trade Carlos Rogers. Uh, we also have failed to mention that I believe that we could also use some improvement in our linebacking core. Our linebacking I agree. Mar- I agree. I Marcus Washington. For another week. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we have lots of time to talk about all this stuff. We're... That's right. I think we're going to be uh, we're going to hit different positions as the weeks go on here in the off season, as we go into the butt crack of the off season, round into the armpit, and all that good stuff. Okay. I like so the idea. Your first podcast. We do the Harry Hog Football Podcast every week, 52 weeks a year. Dude, I like the idea of keeping them all and getting rid of Jason Taylor. Personally. Well, well maybe we need to uh, hit on defensive end <laughs> next week. Yeah, let's do that. And then the next week we'll do linebackers. I mean, <laughs> talk about linebackers. How about that? All right. Is so, break, Aaron? what? Is it time for commercial break? Oh yeah, sure is. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Football. And we're back. Hope you had time to go take a leak or whatever you had to do. And next on the agenda, we have to talk about, uh, what's his name, Jerry Gray? Didn't I mention this yeah. last week already? You did. I wanted to do a little clarification on that and, and talk about that for a second. Um, I talked about how teams can block uh, block coaches from doing lateral moves to other teams. Um, apparently, an NFL rule is that they can also block assistance from becoming coordinators on other teams if they so desire, which is what happened with Jerry Gray um, interviewing for defensive coordinator positions on a couple of different teams. Um, the theory online that I've read in a couple of is that they want to keep him around so that he can take over for Blosh. 
um, when Bloss retires and or leaves or gets fired or something in the future. So they're kind of kind of keeping him in the background and basically holding on to him for that reason is what it sounds like. What's that music? I'm sorry, dude. I was playing the theme from Grey's Anatomy. Cause weren't, we, weren't we talking about... <laughs> we talking about Jerry Gray? Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, here's what I have to say, dude. Speaking of defensive coordinators, what happened with um, Greg Williams? Did he get cut or something from the, from the uh, Jaguars? Dude, he's a dude in New Orleans now. Dude, I have a little inside information on that as well. He signed with the... Um, yeah, what happened? He, to him? he left Jaguars to go to the Saints. The Saints wanted him. Apparently, um, um, the head coach in New Orleans really, really, really wanted him to come um, come there. Uh, Sean Payton, former Cowboy, really wanted um, Greg Williams to be the defensive coordinator there because, as, as those of us watching the NFL know, um, the Saints' offense was extremely high powered and their defense was extremely bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like that's the reason that they brought him there. He was not fired. Um, they they just went out and got him. And Sean Payton, because for some reason the owners of the Saints are apparently ex- exceptionally cheap, Sean Payton reportedly gave up a quarter million dollars of his own salary to uh, sweeten the pot, so to speak, to get Greg Williams, to get Doug G or Trip G to uh, make the move down to Nolan. Yeah, on so another front. How does Daniel Snyder feel about the fact that um, Spagnolo, uh, who denied Dan Snyder's request to come coach the Redskins, is now head coach of the Rams? And Jim Schwartz, who was a coordinator, I believe, with the Titans, is now the head coach of the Browns, and he was a uh, he was another person that they interviewed. Mm-hmm. I think his name is maybe the guy that's taken over in Indianapolis was another name that was quoted for that job. I thought it was Jim Caldwell in Indianapolis. Caldwell, Campbell, sorry. But the, the Indianapolis already had him, like kind of like you're saying they're doing with Jerry Gray for Greg Blosh. They already had him ready to go. Yeah, they basically did that um, after his name got quoted for the Redskins job. They were like, well, if you hang around, you're going to take over with Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty much straight up. And they and they didn't lie to him, unlike what you know the Redskins were telling Greg Greg Williams. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's the uh, little. Oh, on the coaching thing, you know, Dan Snyder could always uh could always fire Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn. 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 I hit it, dude. It didn't go. Um, they could fire him and hire Chucky because he got let go down in Tampa Bay. You know who else he, they could fire Jim Zorn and get? Us. Me. Pretty cheap, too. <laughs> I'll do it for 40000 a year. Dude, the tribunal of Harry Hart is such a better job than any one individual that the nanny could, could pull out of his butt. Yeah, pretty much. 
I'd have to agree with you. $350 from every Redskins fan that we can buy the team from. And build a Metro line. Come on, people. Come on. Where's your spirit? We got spirit. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's time, once again, for Tom's Trivia. That's right. It's time for Tom's Trivia. And this week, I don't believe we got a trivia question from Tom, did we, Josh? We did not get one directly from Tom. I think it's because he doesn't realize we're back on regular schedule to to hit this on Tuesday nights now. So, uh... Maybe he's mad that you put him on the website as Cornholio. (laughs) Yeah, he might be. (laughs) (laughs) I am Cornholio! We did get... We did get a new um, answer from another person on the site, on the couch, Dave in Michigan. And should we put that in here now, Dave's answer? All right, I'm going to put Dave's answer in right here from last week. Did we even know if he got it right? I don't know. Hold on. I'm putting him in. Hey, guys, it's David in Michigan. Um, Actually, uh, uh, for the next day or so is david in ocean city maryland but uh finally able to download the podcast and listen to it i hope somebody hadn't beat me to the punch i'm kind of enjoying my streak and uh enjoying seeing me on the couch uh, i gotta say uh aaron's uh aaron's armpit's kind of stinky there see my head's up against his armpit he needs to get some uh, right guard or some left guard or something and I'm uh, just glad he's not eating refried beans on a regular basis. But uh, but anyway, uh, Tom's trivia this week. Uh, you got to give it to Tom for asking a question he didn't know the answer to. But uh, the playoff structure that we're now under started in 1970 when the NFL and the AFL merged, and they expanded the playoff structure to eight teams. And you had an NFC championship, AFC championship. And in the 39 ensuing years, in all of those matchups, uh, tomorrow, uh, Sunday, is the very first day that there's two teams playing in the NFC Championship that the Redskins went undefeated against in the regular season. Uh, of course, you know, they were 2-0 and against the Eagles, 1-0 and against the Cardinals. So 3-0, uh, and that's the first time uh, in 39 years that uh, – uh, the, the Redskins had faced both teams in the regular season and beat them both. There's a number of times that they had faced both teams, but uh, never had they beat them both. So uh, it's historical from that pers- perspective. Uh, I certainly hope that that'll seal the deal and uh, make me the undisputed trivia champion of the entire Redskins free world. And uh, should you decide to uh, take up the collection you were talking about to try and buy the Redskins from Danny Snyder, uh, I'm in, but only if I can be uh, vice president of player personnel. And uh, But I guess we can talk about that when the time comes. And I uh, hope everybody has a good week, and uh, look forward to the podcast next week. Bye. All right. Thanks, Dave, for the answer to Tom's trivia. I don't really appreciate that comment about my armpit, though. <laughs> Dude, it's true though, man. When he eats beans, oh my god, chaotic. Try it in a tent with him on a camping trip. Oh, 
Oh, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> camping trip, Josh. Dude, about dude trips, when God, Josh goes camping, he brings like a shaving bag and like hangs it up on a tree <laughs> and it starts pulling out a mirror and shaving and stuff. And we're like, where dude, else you going to bring a tripod to hang it on? He's got his, his travel kit and it's one they hang up like it folds out like a tripod. Yeah, dude, hung it up on a tree. It's compact. It's right in my. Right in my backpack? No, it was just funny, dude, because most people had, like, their toothbrush, like, in a Ziploc bag that they pull out, and you've got, like, this fancy travel kit with, like, these different, like, nail clippers and stuff it's made like made out that. of, like, ballistic nylon. I don't understand what the, what the big deal is. Because you hung it up on a tree. It was well, funny. Well, dude, I asked you if you would hold it for me. Sick. <laughs> I, I had to hang it up on a tree. Dude, never ask me that again. The answer, the answer is still no. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Oh, man. Josh is a little sensitive about his hanging bag, so we'll just move forward. <laughs> we won't even talk oh, about the man. tricolor, all right? All right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to bring up the tricolor either. <laughs> anyway. Great. 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 <laughs> Fending off large animals. <laughs> All right. Oh man. All right. Okay. So that brings us to Josh's uh, favorite segment of the show. Dude, do we have a question this week? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> okay. The new question this week. Since Tom is uh, mad at us for putting him on the website, looking like Cornholio from. Beavis and Butthead. Cornholio. Cornholio. <laughs> it looks like uh, John will be supplying the question which he came up with this week and called me in the middle of the night and was like, yeah, dude, do you know about this? Let me throw this one out there. So here it is. Go, John. All right. All right. Um, in Washington, D.C., the Washington Redskins were not the first professional football team to play there. As we all know, they started in Boston in 1932 and moved to D.C. in 1937. In 1933, there was a professional football team that played in Washington that went by a different name. It was non-Native American, non-anything of that nature. In fact, it was a pretty funny name for the football that was played in that era. What was the name of that team that played professional football in Washington in 1933? Yes. And if you know the answer, go ahead and send it in to Redskins fan. At harryhogfootball.com and or Tom at red, wait, Tom at harryhogfootball.com or give us a call like David in Michigan does every single week on the hog line. And that number is 206-203-1566. That's 206-203-1566. And there you can leave a message because I guarantee you we will not answer it. Now, now let, me, let, let me say this. Let me say this here. Um, officially, David in Michigan has won the Harry Hog Tom's Trivia for the season 2008-2009. Congratulations. He, is, he has an insurmountable you know, dude. It cannot be. It cannot be overcome. For a while there, we thought we had uh, a few other folks who might be contenders. Namely, um, we had, uh, who was it, from across the pond that was calling in from... Uh, Simon? Yep. 
We had uh, um, who, uh, who was the other person? Craig. Danny didn't. Danny didn't really call in this year. Yeah, not too much. Yeah. Well, you know, he's 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 getting older. He's getting into girls and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. <laughs> he's not the uh, last. Uh, what was it? Um, um, Craig. Craig in Pittsburgh. Craig in Pittsburgh. Speaking yeah, of, you Craig guys did. Pittsburgh, oh, man, Craig in Pittsburgh was about to give him a run for his money for a little while. Craig, if that was really you on the end of last week's podcast, call and let us know for sure. We cannot confirm or disconfirm the message that it was you. It's our concern, dude. You so may not even remember. Listen, dude, you may not even remember calling, but go ahead and listen to the end of the last week's podcast and tell us if that was you. Anyway. And David, um, I'm going to drop uh, drop your drop your prize in the mail to you sometime in the coming week. Uh, when you get it, we'd appreciate it if you would style it, show it off a bit, send us a picture. Um, it is a uh, depending depending on your age, a quasi vintage Redskins uh, piece of memorabilia or future mall. So. Uh, John, did you ever did you ever mail um, Mister Mister his prize for winning the trivia league? I mean the football league. Um, last week, his prize for winning the trivia was the uh, limited edition John Riggins McFarlane uh, Burgundy jersey. Um, what was called a collectible action figure that they put out um, for the Hall of Fame weekend when Monk and Green were inducted. Um, this is not the original white one that came out. This was a special sold only at the Hall of Fame that weekend. Um, and that was sent to him in mint condition. Yeah, they only made like 300 or something, they, didn't they? they? Something like that. And they made those, um, like I said, specifically for that weekend. They sold them only at the Hall. And um, that was his prize for winning the Harry Hall of Fame Football League, which we will, of course, be firing up next year once again. And I know there's going to be at least one new spot open for the next season. <laughs> so, uh, oh man! What are we kicking Josh out? <laughs> hey, I've got to be part of it because somebody's got to somebody's got to lose it. Oh, I know. Because we all know Josh, somebody's got to bring up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I've had just about enough. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, I think it's I think it's bust on Josh week. I didn't even do anything. Episode this week. Um. Anyway. As you can see, we give out good prizes here at Harry Hug Football. Not a million dollars, but a limited edition McFarland action figure for winning the league. For winning the league. And it should not be the prize next year. Uh, the prize could be, could be completely different next year, but, you know, it's uh, whatever kind of moves it. Next year, the prize could be one of those, like, generic copycat um, – Redskins terrible towels that Vinny Serrato had the great idea to pull out the week after we got stomped by the Steelers. Man, you gotta wonder if you've ever seen Vinny Serrato do an interview. His eyes are like really wide, like they open up really wide and he kind of tilts his head back, um, kind of like he's on speed. So I'm wondering if he was sitting there with his head tilted back, like kind of like he's on speed, sitting there all hanging out. Suddenly, this idea pops into his head. And, you know, when most people think of an idea, like their eyes might get a little bit wider, like, whoa, I just came up with a good idea. But his eyes can't get any wider, so what does he do? <laughs> 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 oh, interesting to see that, to see what he does with uh, Jonathan April, being the, whatever his official is, the GM. 
Starkey then one draft pick working out out of 10. Hopefully that will increase as the next season progresses. Hey, dude, guess what we don't have to do this week? The NFC East watch report. The Redskins lose? <laughs> yeah, but we don't have to watch any NFC it? East team win either. Kinda. Kinda. Well, yeah, the Eagles got knocked out. We beat them twice, so they can't joke us. You know what? The Cowboys just get joked anyway. And and the Giants got knocked out as well. There's a tough one. Help me out on this one. They can still joke us because they beat us twice. They swept us. Uh, yeah. All yeah, I was going to say is we don't have to watch anybody win or lose this week. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there's some like Josh. I'm, Josh, I'm sure if you're jonesing for some sports, there's probably like ABC's Wild World on Ice on Sunday afternoon or something like that. No, dude, but NFL Network is showing some replay games. You know, I'm not even acknowledging that comment. Um, I heard that Christy Yamaguchi's skating, dude. What's wrong with Christy Yamaguchi? Isn't she an ice skater? You don't joke Christy Yamaguchi, dude. Her hockey, hockey player husband will come and kick your rear. Who's that? Doesn't he play for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow ice skating. It was love on ice. He's <laughs> a hockey player. John, I'd like to see you go up against a hockey player. No way, dude. I went to a minor league game, the Norfolk Generals, last weekend. And even though they kind of suck, most of those guys, in fact, maybe all those guys, can still whip my ass pretty good. Yeah. And they're in just the minor league. But that did not stop me from jumping up and going, number 23. <laughs> did you I say think it, dude? husband is um, Brett Hedekin. <laughs> Brett Hedekin would be like, did you say something about my wife, eh? That's right, dude. He does. He plays <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes. I just looked it up. But where's he hail from? Hartford, Wales. Calgary. Uh, I don't know, man. All right, dudes. I'll tell you what. It's time for Josh's yeah. favorite segment. It's time for. What? You're not playing the music. Time for. <laughs> Where are they now? <laughs> Hold on. All right, good, sweet. No Where music. Are you Dude, that is it. After the Super Bowl, after the Super Bowl, there's no more Where Are They Now segment. I'm making an executive decision. Well, there's no Super Bowl unless the Redskins are in it, so that might be a mighty long time. After the not-so-Super Bowl, there is no more Where Are They Now segment. We are going to revamp and do some new little segments coming up here, so, uh, so, uh, so we yeah, claim. Revel in your last couple of. Uh, All right, I'll, I'll, I'll revel in it. I'll revel in it here. Okay, this week's where are they now? Washington Redskins played for the Redskins for from 1989 to 1992. He, uh, yes, he was uh, in uh, Super Bowl number 26 for the Redskins. He was a cornerback. He wore jersey number. I'm not even going to give you that clue. Anybody got any got a got a uh, any ideas? Martin Mayhew. Barry Wilbur. How did you know? It was Martin Mayhew. That's right. 
Mark Mayhew. I thought you said Mark May. I was like, Mark May? Martin Mayhew. Martin Mayhew. That's right. Martin Mayhew. Uh, you know, congrats to Martin Mayhew. Um, I finally got one that, right, dude. That's, yeah. He is. Uh, he played eight seasons in the NFL, but he is now the uh, the head guy uh, with the Detroit Lions. He's their, uh, I believe he's their GM now. Yep, he is. Yeah, man. He Not just, only that, uh, but was, he brought Danny Copeland along with him to do something. <laughs> More obscure Redskins player. But I don't know his job. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, if I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, he's the guy that got rid of Roy, Roy Williams from Detroit. He is. As soon as he, he took over after, the one that like what is it, a first rounder, a third rounder, and a sixth rounder this year in the draft. Their second best receiver. Yep, because he traded Roy Williams in a seventh round pick. And then Roy Williams didn't do jack um, in in Dallas when he got there. That's the so, beauty of it. Anyway. He, uh, yeah, he was promoted at the very end of December. He's going to be the general manager for the Detroit defeated Lions. Yet and, another uh, example how the Reds, former Redskins run that team. <laughs> there you go. Everything's looking up, man. It can't get any worse. It doesn't matter what he does. He can't get any worse. He'll at least have an equal season. Mm-hmm. Dude, all they got to do is win one, and he's won – a hundred percent more than they won last year. <laughs> that is true. It's true, man. It's true, dude. He ain't lying. He can literally, literally, at the end of the season, if they were to, if they were to win every game, they could say, put it this way, if they went ten and six, he could at the end of the season say, man, we did ten times better than we did last year. Right. If they win one game, they can be like. We did infinitely better than we did last year. <laughs> anyway, anyway, congratulations. If they, one game, if, they, if they win one game, they, they will do a 16.6 repeated percent better than the last year because there's 16 games in the season. This is oh, also, okay. dude, this is also the first time that I haven't thought. Yeah, did you not hear my keyboard? <laughs> this is also the first time that I haven't thought that the guy you were talking about was a um, – Used car salesman. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah, he's still in the biz. Still in the biz. All right, so that about wraps it up for this week's episode even, of Harry Hog Football. Even if he did play for the Bucks after he left Washington. Uh, at least it wasn't the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. If you guys have anything you want to share with us. What? No, um, hopefully we'll get some tidbits of news this week. Maybe we'll start to see a little, uh, I, you know, I don't really know if we will until after the Super Bowl, but. Maybe we'll see a little, a little thing or two, an ort, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I do believe, oh, I, I, actually, I don't remember the exact date. I think it's February 21st or somewhere in the 20s is when um, um, the first cuts can be announced officially in the NFL. And it'll be very interesting to see who's going to go um, in the early round because uh, some of us know that there's a second round of cuts usually after June 1st. And I believe those are the cuts where the majority of the uh, – the money can be allocated to seasons into the future, not that current season coming up. So uh, we'll be talking about that as we come up and on that on that date about who who could begin the tax up here shortly. We'll also we'll be have... talking about all the other changes, right? New salary cap, new you know any any of the new stuff that we're going to be seeing coming into the 09 season. We'll That's also true. salary um... cap goes up. 
We'll also find out this week if Russ Grimm does or does not make the Hall of Fame. And he should. I know we're all Redskins fans, but dude, seriously, can you name an offensive line more famous than the Hogs? Nope. Seriously. What makes that Tom Sherry at number two? Can you name an offensive line more famous than the Hogs from the 1980s? No. Dude, please. All three positions on the line if he had to. I know, dude. Anyway, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, if you guys have anything you want to tell us, go ahead and send us an email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com, or give us a call on the hog line. And hail to the Redskins. And as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, or this week an Eagles fan, joke Oh wait! Wait, I guess it really isn't this weekend. It's the next week, right? So I next lie. week, weekend. I knew that didn't sound quite right. Oh well. Next week, day before the Super Bowl, when it will happen. We'll give, we'll give you guys a update. It will be Saturday, January the thirty-first. Yes. All right. 